You're listening to Inclusive AF with Jackie Clayton and Katie Van Horn. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Inclusive AF podcast. My name is Jackie Clayton. And this is Katie Van Horn. I'm so glad to be here. And this is Joshua, the great one, Gilbert. I'm the, I'm the only one that calls myself great. I like hearing it, but I know it's not the truth, but I'm the only one that says button. So if you want to flatter me, call me great. Uh, <laughs> I love that. I love that. I, I love, love that, that he did the pause too. Joshua, clearly you've been listening to Jackie with her Jackie Clayton. <laughs> so you're doing the same thing. Joshua, the yeah, great, great <laughs> Gilbert. I've, I've done that for years. Like years, years, I've done it for years. And people say, well, you're the great. I say, yeah, I'm the only one that says that about myself, but you know, I, I say I'm great. So <laughs> I'm not being arrogant, I'm just being great. So. <laughs> I love that. Awesome. So we'd love to hear a little bit about you, your identity, um, whatever you'd like to share. Um, I'm with my, I'm the founder. Well, I'm Joshua first, but I'm the founder of Circle Search. We are a, we're a staffing and consulting firm and we're trying to, we're trying to get away from the word staffing because people think it's like it's a bad word. Or like it's like um, when you say you're a staffing agency, um, it's like, I don't know if you, and I don't know if I should say this, but I'm gonna say it anyway. Um, it's like you like poop on a stick, all right? You take the stick, put it in the poop, and then you run at your friend, you say, okay, poo, do, 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 do. All right, and they run away from you. All right, they wanna get away from you. So we try to get away from that, 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 that area um, because we've, I've been in the business, we've been in the business for uh, like 15 years. And we've, we've actually recently, the last three months, changed the way we're doing things. You know, our model, we changed the model to be more toward um, um, st startups, rapidly scaling companies, tech companies. Um, and we are wanting to be more of a model where we're partnering, we're gonna partner with um, the people who we're serving both from the candidate side and the, the company side. It's a more of a partnership where we help, like a lot of times, a lot of times in, in the staff and industry, people want to keep everything, everything is a secret. Like, oh, keep this, this secret, this is a secret. Everything is a secret, right? And we want people to know that we're partnering with people. We want people to know that we're working with these companies. And we want to also participate in the brand and branding, helping brand the company has a marketing process as well. So a lot of different moving parts of what, what we're doing. Uh, I think it's fun. It's uh, rejuvenating for us, um, and you know that's that's from the uh, from Circle standpoint. I'm also I've been this, me I've been in the business personally for twenty something years. My wife is also uh, my partner. My partner I've been she uh, Michelle Ragat. She's been in the business. We've been doing business together for twenty years as well, about fifteen years. And my wife is also in the staffing, and she's a, actually a tech um, technical. Uh, uh, acquisition partner with a company called Giveify, and so she's um, she works there, uh, and we do like do a lot of sharing of ideas, you know, of how companies, how business is being done today, and how, as it was done, as it was done back in uh, back in uh, earlier days, like 1945. Is we doing business differently? 1945 yeah, business, love that. You know, this uh, people want to do they want to do business today the same way they did it back in 1945. It's like it doesn't work that way. You have a different, you have a different people. You have a different concepts. You have different thinkings. And that that internet. I was just talking to a guy today. I wanted to get pretty for you guys, so I wouldn't get my beard all cleaned up. <laughs> so, so I was talking to my barber, and he was he was shaving me up. He's like, yeah, 
I said, yeah, but I said, people are doing business different now. I said, the internet makes everybody, the internet makes everybody, it's like smarter. Like I'm, I'm, I think I'm smarter than my mom right now. You know, my mom raised me, but I think, you know, she, I'm smarter than her because they used to rely on so much outside um, as far as the, uh, the, the news and the newspaper. Nobody reads the newspaper no more. Nobody listens, people don't listen to the news. And that's what they would, they would rely on. Now people are getting the information. And so we're doing business a lot different today. I love what you said about just the kind of the being oh, that partner, being that consultant. You. Oh, yeah, you're back. Okay. I, I love what you're saying, Joshua, about the idea of, you know, being that partner and being kind of that consultant to the business. Cause I also think there's this, when you think of staffing agency there, it has been this notion of order takers right. versus actually that, you know, partner with the business say, okay, do you really need this or what is your overall plan kind of staffing you know as you're thinking about just human capital management are you thinking about this differently and i think that's something that sometimes is missing in the conversation which i love that you all think about that and are, are talking about that that's great yeah we, we we've, we've gotten away from the client that like the client and it's hard sometimes because you're saying you want to see client but when i say client i'm saying client on my put my business partners and I'm saying client from the human resources, the, the, the capital of people, these are people, right? And so I want to say we want to partner with them more so than anything, because partnership means that more is, is closer. You know, my client means I'm going to just, hey, I'm trying to make a dollar. You know, I'm making, I got, I'm generating some revenue here, but partner means that I want to be, I'm, I have a genuine, to me, it means a genuine interest in what you're doing, a genuine interest of how you're operating, a genuine interest of, of you as a person. You know, because that partnership may be, I may get on a, on a, on a call with somebody and I'm just going to talk about, they may have a bad day. And I'll say, okay, now I'm, I become a more of a, a person that just going to say, hey, let's, let's talk about your day. What's going on with your day? Okay. Have you look at it from this perspective compared to looking at it from this perspective? And that, 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 means, that means a lot more to me. And it means, like I tell people, I say, we're in a business, we were, we're not a dating service, but we're in a relationship building business. Right. All right. We want to build relationships. You know, we're not a data service, but we want to match people, make the, the right matches. And that, that means a lot to us. I think that's what's changed. I mean, you, the other day I was like, this is going to make it even more difficult. It was in the Wall Street Journal. And they say the hardest job to recruit for right now is recruiters. For the first time in history, there's more ads for recruiters than there are for software engineers right now. But I think there's lots of recruiters. But if you look in the last five to 10 years, there's a lot of recruiters that learned how to use software to recruit. And you're going to have to get more creative now. You know, it's like you have to take some of those 1945 mentalities and incorporate it yes. into today's world. What are some of the changes that you've seen? Let's just say within the last two years, what's the biggest difference between the, now and then? Automation. Automation. It's like you have, you have automation, and I'm a friend of automation. Me and automation, have, we have a, a, a beer or two every now and then, all right? But automation, you have automation that's qualifying people, all right? And people, like, because they're relying on automation so much, AI so much, they're qualifying people and they're taking that people, that, that human contact out of them. You know, for me, for us, I, I take the approach personally and my partners as well, as well, and, and, um, as well but we take it, the, the approach where when we're, when we there is a candidate that's no not that doesn't fit the the opportunity or the position, I take it I want that information 
so I can tell that candidate how they need to improve, all right? And I say, I tell them like, here's how we are going to improve. And I take a consultant approach with them and let them know that these, this is not knocks against you because people, people I mean, we're dealing with people, right? So these are not knocks against you. When, when you're dealing with people, it's like, okay, I want to tell you, I want to give you all the tools that's going to allow you to, to improve in, in, um, with, for the next opportunity. I want to continue to work with you. If you have a question, call me. I want, to, I, want, I want this to be an open dialogue so I know, so you know exactly what you need to improve and exactly how you're going to get better and exactly how you're going to meet, get, uh, get, uh, reach your goals. And that's been, that's been the biggest change for me. Uh, personally, that's been the biggest change. It's like automation, you rely, rely on automation so much, so much to the point where from it, when, it's, when it's dealing with people, you know, sometimes you got they want to hear that voice. You know, kind of like when you're calling someone, you're calling a, a service and then you get um, for, for sales, press one, for, and I'm like, dude, I don't want sales. I just want, I, I'm having a problem with this. I need to talk to a human life person. I need to talk to somebody. I just, that's why I need to talk to somebody. And, and I got, I'm getting all, I'm getting everything what I need. I don't get what I'm needing. I'm just, I'm, and I'm pressing zero, 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 zero. And now you're mad, right? You're mad, you're mad at the, at the phone. You had to do that. And so that's that's biggest thing for me has been automation, you know, and people taking the human that human that that human compassion part out of it and, and just okay, hey, let's type some code and they can deal with the code. That's been the biggest thing. I think that's hilarious. I've been talking to my team and and people were doing recruiter screens, 30 minute recruiter screens, and I am trying to make it more efficient and said, Hey, I have an idea. Before you schedule a screen, call them. I guarantee if they do pick up the phone, it'll take 15 minutes. You don't have to schedule 30 minutes and you'll be able to talk to more people. And if they don't answer the phone, send a text. And that text has been huge, yes. huge. Um, and, and just being able, you have to use all of the, the tools that we have, but ultimately it's about building relationships. It's ab absolutely, absolutely. As we, I sent you something and and I sent you, it was about culture, right? And because like you say, hey, and I say, okay, cool. And when, when you think about, and I'm not changing the subject altogether, but it's, it's gonna align in what you're saying. It's like, when you think about culture, right? And the culture that you're building for your, for your company, the culture that you guys are establishing, I love it because I see you dancing online and everything else. I was like, I've never seen it before. So, <laughs> you know what I mean? And you and you and Kate, y'all acting a fool. Got to some, I see y'all acting a fool online. I see y'all look at him acting a fool. I mean, that's that's good. So it makes you comfortable, right? And that's the culture that you you're establishing for for your company. And people don't realize this. I tell people. I told my my barber. He was cleaning me up so I could look cute. Um, he he told me. He says he says. Um, I, I was talking to him. I said, listen, the biggest the biggest corporation that we live in, I said live, right? The biggest corporation that we live in and uh, one of the most powerful corporations that we live in is the United States. I say most people don't know the United States is a corporation, right? It's a federal, it's a corporation. I say so, and if you look at the United States, right? And then you look at the culture and how they've, how they've it's changed over the years Right, that culture has changed over years, and, and the biggest influencers 
of that culture change is the subculture. And who are the influence of your subculture? The people. And so at the end of the day, people are always involved with, with, with the decisions that's being made. People are always the, the, the catalyst for things that move forward. And if you take that humanistic side out of it, uh, for me, it's, it's just like, why? You know, why? Pick up the phone and call somebody. Like somebody posted something, they say, well, what's a great tool to use to, for recruiters to follow up? And I'm like, effort? Like the best tool, right? I'm, 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 you're gonna, Kate, you're gonna laugh at me because I'm real animated. I be, I'm doing this stuff, my coat looks. Oh no, I'm good, I'm good, I love it. Because I, I think it's, it is the, that's what has been missing from so many of these recruiting function is that personal touch or that personal, like just connection with a, another human being to say, hey, we want you to work here and here's why. But when you're talking about culture and it, it is that, you know, it's driven by every single human and it's that whole, you know, analogy of your culture is only as strong as your weakest link or whatever it is, because it is that subculture that you might have some fancy values on the wall in the office, but what does that really mean in real life? And how are you actually living that? And so I, I love what you're saying, like that subculture and that what's really going on kind of behind the curtain. What's the real culture there? Not just, hey, this is what we say it is. So you might be surprised to know that not all serial killers are straight cisgender white men, and the victims of true crime are not a monolith either. She's Wendy and I'm Beth, and together we host Fruit Loop Serial Killers of Color, a true crime podcast. Together we take deep dives into the true crime stories about marginalized and minoritized perps and victims that often go untold. We also provide the context and nuance that these stories deserve. At Fruit Loops, we're serving up true crime with a side of history, society, culture, and some fun. Listen to Fruit Loop Serial Killers of Color on Spotify, Google Play, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Think about, think about all of the influencers, all right? All of the influencers. You know, you got the, um, the civil rights movement. That was an influencer in a culture, all right? You got the LB, all the letters. I say all the letters because... Is all of theirs. I can't say it all. It's LBG, whatever, all of theirs. That's the big influencer of the culture, right? That's like, think about hip hop. Jackie's dancing. That's the biggest influencer of the culture. And you take that same, you take that same concept, that same concept, and then you apply it to your company. You say, well, what's all my biggest, who are my biggest influencers? A lot of people want to think it's your CEOs and your founders. And it's like, not a time like that. Like, I don't have a clue. You know, we don't have, sometimes they have a clue because they, they're trying to run a company, blah, blah, blah. Go to HR. HR say, okay, we got to establish a company, a, a culture. Here's, here's what you do. You find your most, most powerful influencer in your company, and that's where your culture is going to be coming from. Mm -hmm. If it's your sales team, if you're sell, I always do sales, and our sales team influenced the entire culture of the company. Mm -hmm. You know, where we're going to do the president, they, they got the sales meeting, you know, the top sales people. They, they say, hey, I want to go to Costa Rica. Somebody say, hey, I want to go. Sales team say, we're going over here. That's where we went. They were your big influences. And so you, you, you take that in consideration and you can build, you build, you build something powerful. And, and it all is going to take, like, for, for everybody to come together, it's going to take one word and one, one word only is respect another person. Yeah. Respect. You know, respect. You know, going well, back. We have to take. 
Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, I was just going to say, it, we have to take a 360 view. It's not, the keywords are not enough. It is looking like, how is this person going to add to the culture? Looking at what voices are not being heard that can help us innovate. Um, and I love that about, about respect because it, it, that's what it is. And that's what I think it is. We were talking earlier about being nice and how people say, oh, you're being nice. And I think the difference is you want to be respectful, but we have to be honest and transparent. And some people look at the word nice and say, oh, if you're being nice, then that means you're not being genuine. I, I had one of my part, I had a, a friend of mine, he says to me, he's a, he says, Josh, man, if you want to be in business, you got to be tough. You can't be nice. I said, man, you're confusing nice with smart. Right, right, you, that's you, right. You, you're confusing nice and smart. If I'm doing everything, I understand that the United States was established on laws, right? I, it was established on laws. If I got a contract, if I'm doing things, everything I need to do, what I need to do, and I'm doing it to the best or even above my ability, and, the, 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 and my client says, oh, they want to um, walk away from the contract or do something else, and it's something illegal, I know that I've done my very best I've done, I respect it, I was treating respect. I went above the, their expectation. And I have that one thing that, that works for me, and that's that contract, and that's the laws. That's the laws. So I'm not gonna be like, oh man, cuss you out like, mother suck, no. <laughs> I'm not gonna do that, I'm not that guy. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm not, a, so I'm gonna be like, okay, hey, this how I'm gonna work it, blah, 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 still be respectful. And then I'll just move on, and it works from there. Yeah, she's still laughing at me. I'm telling y'all. I know. Katie, Katie, she's feeling it. <laughs> <laughs> she's like, oh, he probably, you, you, you can't say, no, I'm not going to say that. I just cuss my kids out. I cuss my, I'm a coach. <laughs> I cuss my kids out. I, I just cussed them out. And I hadn't cussed in 20 years, and I got me cussing again. I'm cussing out real good. <laughs> the babies. The yeah, babies. They need, they need it. Sometimes they need that. It's a good thing. Mm -hmm. So, uh, you know, I would love to hear it. So you have a podcast. Yes. Yes. I, we started a podcast. Um, tell me, and, tell me about that. Tell us about that. And the podcast is to help companies as well as um, individuals. Like I'm big on these, these, these guys. I think I'm, I'm really high on these people that go to these, these uh, pathways or these, um, boot camps and if they because a lot of them figure out like hey i didn't know what i wanted to do out of high school out of college and i went into this area and i went from this to that and now i this technology i'm loving it right and so but then they get out of the out of out of these um these position out of these schools and then it is hard from the fine work because they say you don't have experience they have experience they want you to walk on water and so a lot of what we do is I talk to them, uh, I speak to them, I speak, speak to companies, um, but I speak to people in general to get them to understand that, you know, this, like, this job search thing is a process, you know, and it's, it, it, it can be become a mental barrier, something like a mental block where you say, like, nobody wants me, nobody likes me, nobody, uh, you know, think I can do the work, but I know I can do the work. So I give them like little different ideas that they can do in order to, um, to fulfill their, their, their goals. Um, and just give people in general, like just in general information. You know, I took, I took, um, I told you I'm a basketball coach. And if I told you I don't watch basketball, 
at all. And if I told you I don't watch no high school, I don't watch, I only watch my daughter play, but I don't watch any college or pro professional basketball. You'd be like, wait, no, you, you're like, and I played basketball. I was a, an elite athlete. If I told you that stuff, you'd say, well, man, what's, what's, you, you're lying. I was like, no, nah, I don't. You know, because I spend more, my, most of my time like studying how people's thought process is. I, I spend my time talking to how the, how the mind works. You know, when, when people don't understand, I used to, my mom, my mom, my mom used to say, well, son, you just got to wait. You got to wait. Just be patient. You got to wait. And so I was talking to my partner. I said, yeah, well, we just got to wait and be patient. You know, she, and she says, she says, Josh, patience doesn't mean wait. I was like, yes, it does. I'm, I'm about to fight. Like, we about to fight. And I'm like, yeah, we about, we, on, we, about, to, we about to go at it. Because I'm like, yeah, no, I know what I'm talking about. My mama said it means wait. Well, I know what it says. I go in and look it up. It says endure, endure the struggle, all right? And I'm like, wait, how's that? Why wouldn't it change? It always been that way, all right? And so we go through, when we're doing a podcast, we talk, we talk about patience, we talk about different things that allow people to, you know, just to give them a better, a better understanding of how the process works. You know, I went on a podcast, I told this, this young man, I said, I said, man, you gotta, <laughs> you're looking for a job, put your phone down. And you say, well, put my phone. Said, yeah, put your phone down. I say, if you if you just go sit down, if you go you go sit down in in a, in a in a restaurant or an airport or somewhere, and you just you you start talking to people, you gonna you'll be you'll be surprised who you meet. You'll be surprised who you meet, who you who you're talking to, and how you get a chance to you know communicate with, and just and and who can help you to get to another a next level in your life. We were at I had a young man I, I mentored him, and he plays football. And um, he had quit f- football because he, he was going crazy. I was like, dude, I said, you get out your own way. You got to get out your own way. So he plays football. He's playing college football. And then so I, I reeled him back in. He had quit, the, quit school and everything else. And so we went to Starbucks and we sitting in Starbucks and we just talking and we start talking about, he said, yeah, I'm going to go to school for engineering. So we walked out of Starbucks and this guy, this guy was sitting there, him and his, his wife or whatever. And they were sitting there and he says, I'm sorry for eavesdropping. He says, but I'm a uh, vice president of R&D and a software company, all right? And I'm like, whoa. And he said, and then he, so he jumps in that conversation, but had he not, had he not, had he been on his phone, just walk out of Starbucks with his head down and scrolling through whatever, he never would have had that conversation with the guy. And the guy went on and told him some, some very information, some good information about, um, about the, the industry, the uh, developers and engineering and stuff like that. So. Um, I just, that's what I try to do. I try to give people information and give them hope. You know, uh, I'm, I'm not like Jesse Jackson. Keep hope alive. Keep hope alive. No, I'm not. I'm not keeping hope alive. But give them, give them information. <laughs> you gonna stop laughing at me? <laughs> you are so silly. <laughs> she, she laughing. She out there laughing at me. You gonna stop laughing at me, Kate? But. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, as soon as you stop being funny, then I will stop <laughs> laughing. Okay. That, that's just me. I'm like, that's the people think, oh, you're so funny. I'm like, man, that's just me. I, that's just me. You know, I'm animated when I talk, and you know, I'm just passionate about what I do. That's what. Well, what you said was really deep, though. About patience. Patience, yes. I have always thought of patience meaning wait as well. Now I'm like, oh, wait. I don't have to wait. I just no, need to endure. No, I, I love that you're bringing that up. So a few years ago, and Jackie's heard me tell this story before, 
at Grace Hopper, the uh, CEO of Microsoft got up on stage and basically told all the women at Grace Hopper, which is a you know top engineering conference for women, that they just needed to wait. And, and someone would tap them on the shoulder when it was time for them to get a promotion or to get a raise, whatever. And so Satya Nadella was the person that did this. And he landed in a, a lot of hot water, of course, because it was that whole conversation around, no, you can't wait. You need to be like you're saying out there talking to people, you know, networking. And I don't mean that in like a, Hey, go hand out business cards, but just having conversations and learning to know people like who, what are they about? What are they looking for? And like, Oh, Hey, randomly, this person is sitting next to you. That's looking for engineers or whatever it might be. Right. Those opportunities come to you when you start having these conversations and just opening yourself up to the possibility. So it's just, yeah, the, the weight and endure two very different things. Yeah, two, Absolutely. Two different, yeah, it's two different things. It's like, and, and, and I'm going to go some to, I'm a, I'm a big, I believe in nature, right? I'm like, I love, I'm to get me to go sit in a camper or a camp, like fire in there, the fire in there. The, but Joshua ain't doing that. He ain't, he's not doing that. All right. But I learned from nature, right? And with nature, nature's, nature, nature teaches, like that guy, he says that. All right. And he's not, he doesn't study, he doesn't study nature because if he study, understands, like, and there's some women, y'all might get mad when I say this, but don't, you're going to, you're going to be happy after, after this. Um, there are some, you're going to be mad and I'm going to say it, you're going to be like, oh, that makes sense to them. Um, so there are some, there are women out there that, that they try to fit in into that man's world. All right. That's because, like, uh, what's the man said that uh, James Brown, that's the man's world. You know, so there, you go, okay, you're going to start laughing at me. Um, so, there, there's, they, they try to fit into that world, right? And, but they're not understanding what nature has been teaching you all these years. You know, mother nature, people say mother, na mother nature, that's like, don't mess with mother nature. That's a leader, all right? They say, you got, uh, uh, um, like the elephant, the elephant, all right? The female elephant leads the herd. It's the bear that protects the young. It's the, 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 the female horse teaches the little coats. And so if you can understand that nature's been telling you this all the time, that women have a, a definite leadership and power, have always been in power and empower, empower the, the young and have the definite, definite, definite leadership, then you, you're not understanding what nature's been teaching you because you've been, been so focused on this corporation and, and doing things like, oh, well, come on, Bob. Come on, man. Women have always exhibited leadership all throughout the history of the world. But with that, a lot of guys, they're not, they're not paying attention. They're paying attention with the corporations. The corporations are what the, the trends say. And I don't, I don't like to see when, when women are saying, well, leader, leadership, I'm saying, you know, you're a natural leader. Like my mom, you know, I like it too. My mom, she taught me how to cook, clean, right, work outside, you know, organic gardening. My mother taught me all that stuff. You know, it wasn't, it wasn't my dad. My mama taught me all that stuff. So when you're looking at a female and they're saying, well, you just got to wait. No, you don't have to wait. You know, if, if you are qualified and you're doing, and you've done everything that exhibits that you should be in that position, then give you what you deserve. Imagine how fast we could solve the world's biggest problems if more SaaS startups would gain traction sooner. Welcome to the Tech Entrepreneur on a Mission podcast. 
This podcast is dedicated to sharing experiences from B2B SaaS CEOs who are going above and beyond to deliver change that is noticed. You will hear their secrets and learn what is required to build a SaaS business that the world starts talking about and keeps talking about and how to overcome the roadblocks to do so. Then you can be yourself. You don't have to try to be like yes. Bob. Yes. Just be who you are. Be who you are. And, but you have, but I think what we've learned, this is what has been a long struggle. Like we've talked about this over and over and over again at Nauseam about how a lot of times people wait to get asked. And you know what they say about closed, closed mouths, don't get fed. Don't get fed. Right? You got, you have to open up and say, this is what I'm doing and don't wait. And we talked about that internally. Um, we were looked having a meeting and people always say, expect good intent. And I was like, I don't expect good intent. Mm -hmm. Right. I, and, and I know people get upset when I say that, but it's like, no, that's what gets people hurt is me expecting great intent. That's what held me back before I'm going to, um, I'll, I'll, I'll think it, but I'm going to get some clarification on that before I just assume good intent. You're taking the limitations off your life. It's like, you, you literally took all the limitations that things that were, cause you wouldn't get it. You're like, okay, I'm not getting what I want right now because I'm limiting myself because this is what they say. I, this is where I have to be. But then once you, you take those limitations, like you, you peel them off of your skin and you're like, man, I'm getting a lot. I'm getting a lot of stuff done around here today. You know, I'm getting a lot of stuff done just because I took the limitations. So that's, that's, uh, that's, you know, it's, it's, it's just, when you look at things, I always say like critical thinking, you gotta, you gotta be a critical thinking. You gotta, they gotta look at, you got to see what's really, you know, I'm going to be like my friend, man, I see what's really going on out here. No, you just got to see, you know, just got to see what, what's, what's out there and, and, and don't take what people, don't take what they're, they're going to, they're going to, just because, just because, and like my friend says to me, he always come in and I imitate all my friends. All right. If you've ever heard him talk, you'll say, dude. So anytime I'm talking about one of my friends or saying some mission name, I start Speaking like them. So he comes to my house and says, hey, dude, hey, dude, oh, dude, this is going to be tough. It's going to be tough. I'm like, I said, I said, dude, don't put that on me. Don't put, don't put your limitations on me because I'm not, I'm not going to put that in my universe. I got a glass door. Uh, either you can stay out with, your, with, with that crap or you can come in. But I'm not going to allow you to take with how you feel about certain situations and put it on me because it just doesn't work that way. Not for me. So that's, that's how I take it. What else you got for me, Kate? You, you, let me tell you something. You're going to stop laughing at me. What's that? You, you're going to stop laughing at me today. I want to be clear that I'm not laughing at you. I think that you're amusing, but your, your content is very good. Just so we're all clear. It's your delivery I know, that I'm I really cheap. appreciate. Um, so let me ask you a question. Right. So, you know, Jackie mentioned the, you know, recruiter role is one of the, the hardest to fill right now. Um, what are you seeing out there trend wise, you know, as you're thinking about the rest of this year going into 2022, what are the things that you're seeing in recruiting and kind of out there in the world that you're excited about? What are you worried about? What's keeping you up at night? All of those things. I'm excited about talking to you guys. That's my excitement. Well, All right? of course, that, of that's, course, that's, that's, that's top that's, of the list. Of that's, course. Let's that's, that's yes. get that. I'm excited about, we've got no, 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 November decision, December, and then we're going to Jubilee January. All right. That's a new one. So I'm excited. I about love it. it. 
All right. Um, what I've seen is like I've talked to a young lady recently, and uh, she's she's trying to get into recruiting. And what I've seen is that people are not they're not training recruiters. All right. They're not training recruiters. They're not. Um, it's like the, there's people. There's a lot of people that want to get into that role, um, but they don't have the necessary experience. And I say when you give people an opportunity, that gives them the experience. All right. Anytime I get an opportunity that gives me experience, it's going to be up to me to screw it up, right? And so what I've seen in, in that in that particular perspective is that um, there there are a lot of um, people who are they say well there's no there's a limit on recruiters like. I think a lot of times what, what's happening is that people are, your expectation for someone, they're not going to get 20 years experience, all right, and I'll get all my experience, all right, for um, in, 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 a, in, a, in a year. They're not going to get that. So you give people an opportunity that want to get in that role, and you can bring them in as a sourcer and then learn. Like, I don't know. When I got in IT recruiting, and I, I, I didn't know anything about IT. I didn't know anything about IT. I knew about sales. And I knew how to talk to people. And as I've gone through, I went through that process, I started learning more and more and more and more. People wanted to hire me because of my personality is just dynamite because I know that. But people want me because I, because <laughs> my personality. Jackie, you're not allowed to laugh anymore. No. You are not allowed to laugh at him. Cut it don't out. You got, Kate, you, let me tell you something. Kate, I'm going I'm to limit your laughs. You don't get you get one or two more. Oh, 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 just yeah, you because you oh, laugh okay. the most. Okay. You you, okay. you it is documented, you recording this. You laugh the most. Mm -hmm. If Jackie okay. she she can laugh every now and then. I'll just I'll just sit here quietly for the rest of our time no, together. You, you're allowed, <laughs> you're, you're allowed to give a hard smile. Like a real a hard smile. All right, that's what we get. But where was like you mean? I love all right, but people are not giving people opportunities right now. And I'm I'm excited. I'm excited about next for us for Circle Search. For us, I'm excited for um, to be able to work with uh, companies, startups. I'm excited to be a part. Like for for us, the new model that we're using, um, it's it's it excites me. It gives me more. It gives me energy. It it gives me an opportunity to um, you know to to do what I like to you know do what I like to do. And most what I like doing is more. It's like the critical thinking part. I was talking to a company. And it was a startup. And I said, I said to him, I said, well, why don't you? They were talking about the engineering department. And because the startups don't have that much, the revenue, the budget is kind of, you got to be real, you know, picky on how you spend your money. And so I said, well, why don't you guys just hire your engineers in, um, in Canada? And they were like, what? I said, yeah, build your teams in Canada. I said, take your teams, build your team in Canada. I said, it's going to be cheaper. I said, you know, the help, the insurance and all that stuff, they, they taking care of our stuff. And said, well, how would you, I said, you got Zoom. Like Zoom videos and Google Meet, that makes everybody local. That makes everybody local. So I said, why don't you, why don't you and she was like, oh my God, I never thought about that. And she said, well, she went to her, her, um, her uh, CEO and, you know, talk about that. I said, yeah, I said, there are, certain, there are some corporation, enterprise companies have been building their, their companies, been in their teams. In Canada, there are engineers in Canada, uh, and, and we didn't, didn't use Zoom. And but right now, right now we're local. I mean, everybody's local right now. So now that gives opportunity. You can do a lot more. So I'm excited. Like I said I'm excited to be with the model that we're using. 
I'm excited about that. We're gonna they're gonna announce a new partnership that we are gonna work with uh, with startups as far as their MVPs, and I'm excited about that. Um, and then I'm ex and, and it also gives me opportunity to bring on some more um, young talent, and you know give them opportunities. You know give them opportunities to get the experience. You know to to move on in their life. You know you go to school for four years to go. Come on. You know, like these young guys, they're people, they're, they killed me. They say, let me, um, I said, what are you going to school for? Business? Business what? Business? No, give me an idea what you're going to school for. In IT, in, in insurance, what are you going to school for? Understand what you're going to school for. You know, but it gives us, is, it, for me, it's, that's the exciting part for us. You know, the, the model that we're using and the fact that it's going to give so many people I think there's so many people, a lot more opportunities. And we have to, you know, as long as you can bring the equity part to the table, that's what I keep saying. Like you got to give people the opportunity, but you have to, you have to take on, you are now responsible for that person. You have to set people up with a, a training and a plan, evaluating skills, making sure that you're there. It's not that difficult. There's lots of tools online to help you do that, but you can't just, wish somebody to be successful so when you're doing those kind of models it's like how are you going to bring support and you have to bring a culture of equity because there's always someone who's going to say oh it's not fair and they get extra this and this and this it's like they have to work harder this is we're trying to we're trying to ramp them up so that they can be at your level right so that we can be successful as a company and you know i think we've lost some of that i know we don't have like the company people as much anymore, but, but we're missing that where we have to be able to rally around a goal. And I think people are, are grateful that if, if you had a culture of equity, would be so, you know, happy to be able to return the favor and understand what we're working towards. That, that's, that's, that's very, that's very important. Like I, I told you, I, I, we was talking about, so I just think I didn't tell you, and I put it in my uh, profile. I thought she was going to ask me that question too. Um, and I, I put, um, let's say, uh, homeless snob. Mm -hmm. And I say, uh, put homeless snob. I say, well, they're going to ask me about the homeless snob. Why would you call it homeless snob? I said, so I lived in New York for two years. No, for, for four years. I was going to school out there. And then um, I ended up moving to Connecticut a little later. But I was there, I was homeless. I was homeless for two years. I was like sleeping in the streets. I, it wasn't for no drugs, it wasn't for no mental, I might be mental right now, but it wasn't for the mental health and it wasn't for um, any, you know, uh, alcohol or anything. It was just like, I just, they flipped the coin, the coin came down and instead of laying on the head or the side or the heads or the tails, it laid on the side, all right? And so now I'm, I'm out without a place to stay. And so I'm out there living with the homeless people, all right, sleeping under the trees sometimes uh, in, in the shelters, and I did all that stuff. And, but you would never know that. You would never know that because I worked, I had a bank account, I kept my clothes clean. I wasn't, I wasn't gonna take, I wasn't gonna accept that, that part in my life, all right? I wasn't gonna accept that. I said, this is the, this way I am right now, and in a year or two, I'm getting out of this. I'm not gonna be here forever. All right, this way I am right now. My mom called me, well, baby, just come home, baby. Come home. Just, I said, I can't do that. I can't go home. I'm gonna be a, I can't go home a failure, right? And so during that time, 
if I had someone to pull me in and say, hey, Joshua, this is how you do it, all right? Giving me that because my knowledge, I'm from Louisiana, I'm from the bottom, I'm from the boot, all right? I'm from New Iberia, Louisiana, I'm from the boot. I mean, the mud. That's where you're from, the mud, all right? So we come, we're in the mud and we don't know. We don't, we don't have that, 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 that uh, equity or that someone invests in their time or energy and say, hey, man, this is how you do it. You know, our stuff comes like, okay, you have, as you grow throughout your life, and you start learning these things. And so had somebody pull me to the side and say, man, listen, you're doing this all wrong because if you had did it this way, you wouldn't be finding yourself homeless. You know, you wouldn't find yourself. And so I became, when I was out there, I became like, cause I saw some, I saw some of the guys who were just using the system, right? And so I became, I treated everybody the same way. Like people tell me about somebody homeless, hey, give me a dollar. I said, man, you got my face. I ain't giving nothing, right? And so I was like that after I got out of that situation, all right? And I started learning different things. And the, and, and the, the people that was teaching me the most when I moved to Connecticut, the, pe the people that would, started teaching me, there was a professor, he was a professor, he was homeless. He had no, yeah, he had just gave up, he said, I'm done. He had, he, but he, he, he this, this is life, that's what he said he's gonna like. And he started giving me, he started giving me secrets. He just started telling me secrets. This is how you do this. This is how you do that. This is how you do that. I'm like, okay. So now I'm able to build, build my life and say, okay, now I'm in a situation where, okay, I got a home now, you know, everything else. But I can, I'm able to build my life to get to the next point, the next level of my life, right? But, 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 but somebody invested a little bit of time. There's another guy. He, this, guy this guy was a, a Wall Street genius. Like he was a Wall Street genius, and he was out there in the streets. And you say, well, man, what are you doing? What are you, what, what are you doing out here? You know, he said, I just gave it up. I'm not going to do this stuff no more. I, I, I don't want to be in that life no more. But he had secrets, and he started giving you a secret. He said, okay, oh, this is how you do this. This is how you move. This is how you navigate. And that's what you find in corporations right now, where there are people that say, I just want to navigate and get to the next level and be me, but be, being, I can be me and navigate and get to the next level of my life without, you know, feeling I got to be uncomfortable. I, I want you to invest your time invest some, some energy and efforts into me. And, and that's, that's how it works. Love that. And I, you know, I think- my second quarter. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, first off, thank you. I mean, I, I think this has been, you know, just interesting to hear a different perspective and even just this last piece where you're sharing a little bit of the, the journey that you have been on and that you are continuing on. Um, one of the things we like to do at the end of each episode is just share a little bit of a, what do you want our listeners to take away from this episode? What's the one thing Jackie and I never actually do one. We do like seven, yeah. but like yeah. still we try. try our best. What's the one thing you want to make sure our listeners hear from you? I want to hear from me about compassion and remember that when you're dealing with people, it's people. I want recruiters to understand that when you, that when you're talking to people, and you don't follow up with them or all this, you're still dealing with people. And you may have been in that position in the past and you have to feel, you gotta understand how you felt. So, excuse me. So that, that's important to me. Like you're, in any situation, you're dealing with people. And if you take that, that human side out of it, you take that humanistic side out of it, we're gonna, we're gonna go into a world that's gonna be totally like, you know, uh, when, like that Will Smith movie, when I am robot or something like that, you know, where mm -hmm. people 
So you're dealing with people. And if you can, and if you understand those things, then you'll, you understand that, you know, Hey, you can help people and, and, and make a better humanity. Um, from a business side, you know, we, we want to partner with you. We want to, um, be a partner first and foremost. We want to consult with you and help you help you. Our best interest right now is the growth of any, any business that we work with. That's that, that's in our best interest. You know, if, if you're a business and you're a company, small company or startup rapidly scaling company, um, that's, that's our, that's where we are. We want to partner with you and be that arm for you to, to help with your growth as well. Love it. Jackie. I'm still going back to patience. Doesn't mean wait. It means endure. <laughs> yeah. 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 I, 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 yes. It's life changing for me. I'm going to get that on a shirt. <laughs> because and, there's so many I times will... where people say I'm not, I'm not being patient. And, I, and now I'm like, no, no, no. I'm being, I'm being really patient. <laughs> I'm being really patient right now. Right. So that, that I, that's going to stay with me. I love it. The one that I, I, you kind of just echoed what I was thinking, Joshua, of like the compassion and also just that follow-up, that respect, that being the consultant, being the partner to the folks that are looking for jobs and the partners that you're working with at your, you know, the organizations that you're working with. I think that's such a critical piece because I think you forget one or the other sometimes. Yeah. Not because you're trying to, but just you get busy, you get, you know, you're in the weeds trying to fill, you know, a hundred open racks, whatever it is. So just keeping that people factor in mind and that we're, we're talking about people and people need, especially now all the support, all the compassion, all of the follow-up that's possible. So, uh, Joshua, thank you so much for for being here. Say the name of your podcast again. The podcast is circle search and it's work life. Etc. 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 Now we're going with the king and I. I love it. I love it. And, and Circle Search is your organization as well for finding top talent. Why does That's it amazing. seem like Katie and Joshua are going to be like best friends? We are. Right? We don't even know. Mm-hmm. You never know. Katie is already. I am already inviting him to the barbecue this weekend. Um, she, she, it's right. be good. she wants me to, to, to make her laugh on her bad days. That's what she Yes, wants. I do. I do. Well, actually, I don't know. Joshua, I don't know if you know this, but one of our dear friends, Robin Schooling, is from Baton Rouge. Yeah. And so we we love our Louisiana po- peeps. Uh, so, yeah, all yeah. good. All good. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, uh, thank you all for listening. This is the Inclusive AF Podcast. My name is Katie Van Horn. And I'm Jackie Clayton. Goodbye. Have a great day. Bye. Have a good day. How much do you understand the future of finance? I'm Jim Roos, a top 10 banking influencer and host of the podcast Banking Transform, where we dive deeply into the rapidly evolving world of banking and financial technology. Join me as I interview industry experts, thought leaders, and innovators as they unravel the latest banking trends, disruptions, and game-changing technologies reshaping the world of finance. 
redefine your understanding of the banking ecosystem. Subscribe now to Banking Transformed, available wherever you get your podcasts and now available on YouTube.